This episode is sponsored by Fun Love Media. Fun Love Media is a boutique social media and podcasting agency owned by yours truly. We help mission-driven brands across the country stand out and make a positive impact on the world through social media, podcasting, and beyond. Whether you're local to Houston and want to schedule a content shoot to create videos and images for your social media accounts, or you're in any other part of the U.S. and want a new logo and brand design, or even want to launch your own podcast, we can help. With our done-for-you content creation, we cultivate a fun and exciting online space so your brand can make the positive impact on the world that it's meant to. Let's be honest, we're a group of creative people with a soft spot for our fellow world changers. If you're ready to tell your story, make a difference, and have fun doing it, you have found your content creation team in Fun Love Media. Head to funlovemedia.com or email me directly at Brittany at funlovemedia.com to get started today. That's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y at funlovemedia.com. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your hostess, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media and podcasting agency in Houston, Texas. This show is for social media creators, social media managers, and small business owners that want to stand out on social media and beyond. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 232. I'm your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Happy holidays. I am so glad that we decided to reshare the top three interviews of 2023 with you this week, the week before Christmas of 2023. And today it is time to share, to reshare the number one interview of 2023 with you. It was episode 179 that released back in March of 2023, featuring my friend, Brian Martin, who you may know as Sea Lion Brian. I'm sure you have seen Brian on social media. He is always dancing, always having a good time and spreading joy and love. He shared in this interview his grief journey. He lost his partner and he really leaned into um, spreading joy on social media to really help him through that journey. And he talked all about this in episode 179. And something that I just loved about this is that he's someone who genuinely turned pain into purpose. He genuinely turned pain into a form of power. He really used that pain he was feeling in his grief and decided he made the choice to start to dance on social media and and help people through their own journeys whatever they're going through and and he has you know a gazillion followers and he's helping people every single day still to this day. I'm so thankful he was on the show. This episode is going to inspire the hell out of you and, and really get you thinking about what's important and how you can also step up and share and, and make a really positive impact using social media. So I hope that you enjoy this reshare of our top interview of 2023 back from episode 179 featuring the wonderful Brian Martin on the Social Sunshine Podcast. Brian Martin. Hi. 
Hi, how's it going? <laughs> How was that? <laughs> just come with me everywhere I go. And it just like, that, I'll, like if I just have to go into the kitchen, just you could just introduce I'm going to introduce me. you. Yes. Go to the grocery store. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I love doing those. Um, any chance I can while the guest is with me recording, just because it is fun to see everybody's reaction of me like doting on them. I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. I really do appreciate it. Um, I know you got lots going on. Um, and I'm just excited to talk about a million things. Like before we started recording, I was like, we're just going to have to talk about everything. So <laughs> get ready for a variety, everybody. Um, first of all, you're in Florida, right? Where are you at in Florida? I'm in the panhandle. So kind of near Destin. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All so, right. Nice. I'm in Houston, Texas. So, you know, you know, just shoop <laughs> on the other side. I jump over there every once in a while. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, let's just, okay. Let's dive right in. Let's go back and start your, your story from back before you really dove into the social media, right? Cause what has it been like several years, like a few years now that you've really been super active yeah. on social. I want to say it, it really started taking off during the pandemic yeah. because TikTok yeah. was kind of a big thing. Like Facebook didn't even have following like in my Instagram was like squeaking by at like 2000. <laughs> right. Yeah, <there> was... <laughs> and now it's 200,000. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. It's, I, it's been crazy because since you and I actually started touching base about this, I gave you that number was like 650,000. Well, now my Facebook this morning hit 820,000 followers. <laughs> I know. Right. Oh, I looked for that. I must've not looked in the right. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. And TikTok's like 460. So I have over, I have over a million followers. Million, million and a half almost or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, you know what? I probably found either it was like the business or the personal, like I probably found the opposite Facebook page when I was looking. That's insane, dude, because um, face reels on Facebook are like exploding more now. I think just because like it was on Instagram first, I guess. And now it's just like, Oh, look at these neat, fun videos we can watch. <laughs> yeah, that's where like, I mean, we can dive all into that stuff too, because that was something I, I watched it all happen. And I'm like, if I don't jump on this trend right now, I'm going to miss it. Like I'd missed Instagram. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I really I had social media for just, I mean, 44, I had MySpace, <laughs> like, like social media, right? Like social media was just hey, your friends and your family, like you could stay a little bit more connected versus having to get on the phone so you could see what everyone was up to. And that's what I grew up with, like dial up AOL messenger, like chat rooms and stuff. Who are you talking to? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so I, that's what I had. Um, and it, it was really, it was kind of crazy how it all, this all has turned out because in in 2018, well, 2017, my dad had passed away young, very young. And, um, and, uh, like four months later, my partner at the time, Clayton, he ended up getting really sick with, of all things, he had a fungal infection from digging in the garden. It got in on his skin. It was a ringworm infection, but it was so, um, it was so what's the word I'm looking for? um, aggressive that it got into his bloodstream and started to spread. And the doctors gave him antifungals, but they kept upping the dose, but not checking his liver values. 
I questioned that because I used to work with animals. I was like, mm, like I'm not a vet, but I'm 20, 23 years with animals and I've seen lots of dosing. This seems odd to me. And they were like, well, you're not married. We don't have to talk to you. Uh, and yeah, I went on a work trip um, to Mexico for some animal training. And then I came home and found him just yellow and sick and on the couch and I rushed him to the hospital and that's when they told us that he had complete liver failure um, and uh, I had eight months left so I took care of him for eight months which was a complete mind screw you don't expect that at all especially at our age I had just lost my dad so I was trying to compensate in so many ways and be there for my mom. And then my mom had to come and help me. Um, so it was just life was all out of order and out of whack. Um, and then Clayton passed away. Uh, and I had to just kind of figure out what, who I was now. I like what my whole life was just, it was so weird. We didn't have a lot of friends because we had just moved to a new area. So I was pretty lonely all I had was Facebook at the time. So I shared when he was sick, I would do updated posts so all of our friends would know. And then that turned into me sharing about missing him uh, right after he passed away. Uh, and I have a friend who works for Soaring Spirits International, which is a widowed support group. I didn't even know it existed. Like this is a whole world you don't even understand. Like you don't, nobody tells you about this when you're younger, that this may happen. Um, and I ended up, um, she reached out to me because her fiance, my friend Cole had passed away in a scuba diving accident. And so, um, Jenny and I started to reconnect and she said, Hey, we have widowed bloggers for every day of the week, except for Saturday. And we don't have anybody that represents the LGBTQ community. Would you do it? So I was like, Oh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> um, let me see. And and what I've started to learn to do in my adult age is when I pull back and go, I don't know if I should, that's the universe telling me you need to do it because somebody needs to do it. And so I said, fine, I'll give it a shot. And I started writing. And every Saturday, almost for five years, I wrote this blog. Um, I didn't share with it. I didn't share it on social media much. Um, I kind of just left it to the widowed community until the pandemic hit. And when it hit, I got very depressed because I was home alone, trapped, couldn't go anywhere. I had to go to work because we had to take care of the animals, but that was it. And I had just started to go out and be social again and think about dating again. And then the world was like, sucker, nope, and shut the door. So um, I had a friend from high school reach out and she said, I'm worried about you. I think you should go to TikTok people are just having fun over there and you love to dance. And I was like, mm, isn't that for like teenage girls? Like, what is this? She's like, no, really go look. And I looked and I just, I, I saw grieving people trying to find ways of entertaining themselves because they were stuck. And I was like, wait a minute. I know this, this was year one of being widowed and I'm going into year like three now I see what's happening. And that's when it clicked. I was like, I've got to start making sure that I'm in control of my own joy. And every day I made myself do a TikTok video, even if it was for just three minutes, 
It was me stopping everything and saying, do something fun for yourself. If you want to go back to your emotions after that, fine, but you need a break from all of that. You've got to do this. So I started to do that and realized people were connecting. And uh, that's when I said, I think the world needs a little bit more. And I started sharing my blog on Facebook and Instagram And that is where things started to really blow up because they saw me dancing um, on TikTok and then heard my story and said, how are you, how do you even do this? How do you go from grieving to gratitude and dancing and even in the same day? And that's when I, I just started to share more and more because the whole world was was grieving, but it felt like it was two years behind me. So I was like, come on, everybody come on, like there's smiles in the future. Let's go. And then Instagram had reels and Facebook took off and now I'm hanging out with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that you are. That's, that's incredible. And I love how you just said, come on guys. Like, cause you're like, I I know this thing. I'm familiar with this grieving thing. Let me, let me kind of show you what I've been doing or what I can do with you. Right. To, to help. And I, it makes me so like, I'm, it makes me so emotional and so happy though, too, because, you know, so social media in general can get like a bad rap, right? (laughs) Obviously there's plenty of drama. Um, we all know that, but, but I always like to say, like, if you hate social media, you're doing it wrong. And you're doing it so right because you're making these choices. You've you've made the choice to use it intentionally in this way that helps others, but also you. And then you're also kind of you're curating your experience, I guess is what you would call it. You're making it your own and you're you're you've created like this little world essentially that you're in that other people can join. It's just it's just really special. I applaud you for doing that because um, I try to do the same thing. And um, I think it's really, really important. So hopefully more people will catch, listen and start doing their own thing as well. Um, okay. Tell me like, I want to get into some talk of, well, first how, like, did you ever feel doubtful, right? Like, did you ever feel um, hesitant or nervous or whatever? Cause you're dealing with serious stuff that you went through and you know, other people are now going through serious stuff Did did you ever doubt or were you pretty good about just diving in? I, um, hundred percent honesty, because I think that's what people need. Yes. Totally doubted, totally doubted, totally worried, totally panicked, totally got, um, very defensive, wanted to protect myself, not share didn't because there's a, for a long time, people are, you're told when you're younger, I mean, you, you should be able to manage your emotions in some way, but a lot of times people are told to just suck it up and move on, like, and move forward, get over it. Right. Um, and what people don't realize is part of the process of either moving forward or getting over it or forgiving, whatever it is, is that you have to acknowledge it. And this like, get over it, push it down, keep going. It sits there. And, um, and so I had a lot of doubt. I didn't, I didn't know if I should share exactly what was going on, but I had, it had to go somewhere. It had to, I had to put it somewhere. Um, and I realized like people have said, uh, and I don't know who created the quote that grief is just love with nowhere to go. Um, and that really resonated with me because I, I, I needed it. That was why I was so sad because I missed my dad and I missed Clayton. 
I was so sad that I needed it. And I was like, well, wait a minute. If I have this grief, that means I have this love with nowhere else to go. Why don't I just start giving it back to myself? And that takes practice. It wasn't easy, but, um, but I, that, that really was one of the pivotal things that popped up, but I did, I doubted it. I was scared to share social media. Like if it's my Facebook and it was Facebook friends when it, when it used to be now it's different, but sharing stuff on Instagram, like you have no idea who's going to see that. And a whole additional layer is being LGBTQ and you're going to share this stuff. You're I could be, you know, the target of bullies and everything else. And I, what I said to myself was, I, I'm going to honor me and my emotions and share what I'm doing. And if somebody doesn't like it, there's this great little button, it's called block. And I never have to see them again. And my, (laughs) my fiance now, Devin, it's his favorite. It's one of his favorite things. He calls it block and release instead of bless and release. (laughs) He's just like, (laughs) (laughs) so as soon as we see that like we you know that that was that was one of my biggest fears was putting my emotions out and having people judge me and treat me worse but then I realized that they were controlling my emotions and I didn't even know who they were so I was like we're not going to play this game anymore and once I stepped into that space and said I'm going to share this and it wasn't like a woe is me all the time it was this was really, really tough. And how am I going to move forward? I'm just going to take another breath and take another step. And off we go. And I'll dance again tomorrow. As soon as I started doing that, it, I, I didn't care what anybody else thought. <laughs> it made me feel better. So yeah, I've, I've released a lot. I still have those moments where I'm like, Ooh, should I post this? And then I'm like, yeah, you should, because someone out there probably feels the same way. And if I can be a positive example for somebody, then I'm going to, I'm going to take the risk. Right. It's fantastic. I'm so glad that you do. And I love that you shared honestly about that because it's super relatable. And even the most confident creators out there have had plenty of moments of doubt about being vulnerable and sharing with the public and all that stuff. But you said something that kind of aligns with something I try to teach when people ask me about this, about like, um, how do you get, uh, through dealing with like negativity on social media and bad comments and stuff. And you have basically done that is one thing I'll say is um, it may sound cheesy, you guys, but if you focus on the mission, like hardcore, like on the mission or the person, like if you're trying to help a certain kind of, but you know, if you help dads or whatever, right, whatever your mission is, and you try to just hardcore stay focused on that, usually it'll help you like mute out the negativity. And then of course you can block and release. (laughs) I love um, the other thing that I do is I thank them in the comment. I was like, Oh, thank you so much for commenting. And then they write back like, what do you mean? I don't, I I hate your dancing. Put the coffee cup down. Your hat's stupid. And I was like, Oh Oh my goodness, but thank you for commenting. And then they're like, why do you keep thinking? So they get irate about it. And I was like, every time you comment, Facebook and Instagram go, wow, somebody likes Brian's post and they push it up. So more people see. So I'm taking your negativity and I'm flipping it and using it to my advantage so I can reach more people that are actually going to like what I'm doing. So thank you. And they never comment again because I've taken their power away. I've used them and their gross comments to make my stuff go 
further up in the algorithm. And I think, and I've also, <laughs> from an animal training standpoint, I have punished the behavior. There was a consequence. And instead of me yelling back, which reinforces people who are negative, I say, thank you. And then they're thrown off. And then I tell them that they're still helping me, even though they don't realize it. So then they're like, well, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And then they go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> I, that's It's so smart. Well, and it's true. It's it, 100% facts. Like any comment helps the, the post in the algorithm. So like, you know, whatever. I love how you took that. And you said you basically took their power away. That's so cool. Um, Okay. Question about which one. So it was, it was TikTok for you that took off first, right? Yeah. TikTok took off. Um, it, I started growing pretty rapidly. Um, and then, um, was it, oh gosh, what summer was it now? It was, was it the summer of 20, 2020, 2021. I ended up doing a dance video with one of the sea lions at work to fancy like, and Walker Hayes shared it. And it like that went through the roof. Like I couldn't believe it. Um, it was on the CMT music awards. Like it was in papers and on, it was on the news and everything. It was really cool. Um, and then shortly after that, TikTok started to slow down. I, they changed yeah. some things in the algorithm, but that's right when Facebook and Instagram, Facebook bought Instagram. And I, so I saw that happen and I went, wait a minute what's happening here. And then they're like, we're going to do reels on Instagram. And I'm like, Instagram is the more popular one right now, but what's happening. And I saw reels jumping onto Instagram and I was like, okay, I could start doing some of this. And I took some of my TikToks over there and I watched and I was like, they're doing okay. And then Facebook's like, we have reels. And I was like, that's the thing. They needed more time. Yep. But here it, here it is. And so I jumped on that trend so fast because I was like, I know this is going to disappear, or I know that the opportunity to jump on the algorithm is going to slow down. Just like when Instagram started, if you weren't there right away, now it's harder to grow. I saw that. And within, within three months, I think I started in September by November, I had a hundred thousand followers and now it's been it's been about a year and a half or so, and I'm almost at a, I'm almost to 900,000. So it was just crazy, but it made sense to me because Facebook purchased Instagram. Of course they want everyone to go back to Facebook. And that's really where you can have more relationships, your, your posts, your comments and talking to people and lives. And there's just, Facebook is an easier platform to connect Mm -hmm. Where Instagram's great, but it's it's still different. I still feel separated from people in okay. Instagram and certain like comments and everything like that. So I just I poured into everything, but I also I I didn't want to do extra work. So I what I do on Facebook, I post on Instagram. And if it fits on TikTok, I'll put it there. And I just meet people where they're at. And if they need me, then my stuff shows up. Like right. that's so yeah, it's right. been a wild ride. <laughs> it's so cool about the Facebook thing too, because I, I remember at the beginning of 2023 or, or end of 2022 or whatever, but having to come up with content for my stuff, right. Talking about like, uh, what my predictions are for 2023 social media and stuff like that. And one of them was like major Facebook comeback and because so many people, I think were so, um, 
fixated on TikTok and Instagram, which is fine. It's been so super fun. Um, mm-hmm. but I think people would kind of like shrug off Facebook for a little bit there, like, uh, Facebook, and it's like old people. And I'm like, hey, I like it. <laughs> Watch your mouth. Um, but it's so true. It's really at you know, last year it started, I started to literally see it happening, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be exciting. <laughs> I love yeah. this. So, so okay, so this might be a weird question. Can you describe to somebody listening? like what it feels like to have growth that quickly and get to numbers the way that you have like because like, I mean I've only I've had smaller I've had smaller bites of it than you have what does it feel like or what is it is it weird is it like you can't hardly keep up, <laughs> is it like your phone like you can't keep up with your notifications like you better turn off the notifications or what <laughs> yeah I can't I I can't keep up it it's overwhelming but again like I I have to go back to having gratitude because there'll be days where I'm like, you know, like shaking my phone and I'm like, ah, like it's too much. I can't answer all of this. But then I realize I'm not obligated to answer all of that. I'm already doing stuff that's, you know, helping me and helping everybody else. And I was feeling obligated to answer all the messages. I was feeling obligated to go into the filtered spam folder on Facebook and go through all of those. you know, I was, I, there, there's a, there is a big amount of responsibility when you have that many people who are following you. And I think that can actually start to take over a bit and make you feel like there's days I want to go, I want to sleep. I don't want to get up and have a cup of coffee and do a dance. And I sometimes feel obligated, like I have to. And so balancing out my personal life has been it's a little, you know, I'm learning. Um, but so many people so fast, I think is what kind of threw me off because like you said, the notifications, when I started, I might post a video and, oh, it might have a thousand views maybe in a couple of hours. So I was like, oh, that's a lot. But now when I, like this morning I posted my video and within 10 minutes, I hit 10,000 views already. And, I would jump in there and I try to message and because I, I really do appreciate everyone who follows and supports me. I mean, this leads to things like podcasts and sharing. Um, and so it can be heavy. People recognize us now. And so that's definitely out and about in real life. Yeah. Um, which so most people are pretty good. Like they might go by and they're like, oh my gosh, I love your Facebook dances or, you know, the Hey Babe jokes. Like they'll walk by Devin and they'll say, Hey babe. And we'll <laughs> know. And it's cute. And they're like, love your videos. And they all keep going. Um, but we have had times where we've gotten rushed and kind of cornered and it gets, a, it can be a little scary because you just don't know who these people are. Um, but I think the benefits outweigh those moments and we're still kind of learning. I, we had Royal Caribbean reached out and wanted to create a fan cruise. So we're like, is, is this for real? And 70 people joined and we went on a week long cruise and it was really cool. We got to meet some people and like we're doing it again. So now it's apparently an annual event, which is, it just blows your mind. Like, how do you wrap your brain around that? Because I never had intended, like my goal wasn't to become a movie star or a music, you know, star or something. Like, I don't even, how does, how does like Tom Cruise and Madonna even handle it? I don't even know. Um, right. 
But the other side of that is I don't have anybody helping me with my social media. At some point, people have assistance doing that, but I don't, I feel like I have a responsibility to be the person that's holding that. I don't want to ever give that power to somebody to be answering for me because people trust that they're hearing from me. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it does. And it's like, well, the cruise thing, by the way, you had already told me about that. And I was like, what the, what? you have your own cruise? This is fancy. Um, but I didn't know you were going to do it again and try to do it every year. Maybe that yeah. is freaking cool. And to have 70 people show up on your first shot at that is insane. Small Biz Social Society is a content creation community for mission-driven small business owners that are using social media to make a positive impact on the world. I created this community in 2020 to bring together my fellow world changers that run businesses and have a strong presence on social media. And starting January 8th, 2024, you can join the community for free. Yep, the membership cost is going from $18 per month to absolutely free. Zero zilch nada. If you're a business owner or in leadership at a business, a social media manager or a content creator, you are welcome to join our community of creative, intelligent, fun entrepreneurs. The free membership includes access to four online events in 2024 that will focus on intermediate to advanced level content creation strategies, our monthly email newsletter that will be jam packed with resources and detailed tips, and our private Facebook group where you can network, support, and reach out for help. We'll be talking social media, email marketing, YouTube, podcasting, and more. Plus, all members are invited to attend our annual in-person conference, Social Success. Our next one will be held in Austin, Texas in May of 2024. Small Biz Social Society is the best community for intermediate and advanced level content creators that are always leveling up and making a positive impact on the world. Head to smallbizsocialsociety.com to join. Like, was it, did y'all get to like, do like a group hangout at any point or how? Okay. So we planned a few events on the days that we were traveling from port to port. So literally it was just a day at sea. And so we did a meet and greet day um, where we sat down in the comedy club. Devin and I sat down in chairs on the stage. It felt very like, I was like, is Oprah going to come in? Um, <laughs> it was very fun. I was like, where is Ellen DeGeneres? Um, yes. and, um, <laughs> and so we sat there and we just, we talked and we, we answered questions and hung out with people. We had cocktail parties with just our group, which was really fun. Um, you know, we had nights where we would, you know, go out to dinner and we'd surprise somebody, pick them and go to dinner with them, um, and spend some time. Um, we had a day, um, with essential oils because that's like my thing now. Um, and we had a day of grief and gratitude. So I read from my book, um, and we just talked a little bit more openly about it. And it was really interesting because, 70 people showed up, but they all followed us for different reasons. And so we were giving them events to spend time to talk about the thing that brought us together, which was really, really, it it was cool to see. And this is something that I tell people about social media. So many people want to like niche down, like find one thing. And I'm like, 
No, you are the niche, like be you, because you never know, you may post something that actually really helps somebody. And here I was sitting with a whole bunch of people, some of them because of my dancing, some of them because of grief, not even being widowed, just grief in general, bad jokes, um, my animal posts, or just my overall, like trying to be positive and stuff. And there were people that were LGBTQ and they're like, wow, you're there. Like, I see you and every day I know that our community struggles and you're showing up and that's why I followed you. So it, it really was a validation that what I'm doing is helping out a lot of people for different reasons. And so, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool. So we're going to do it again next February. We haven't released like the way to sign up yet, but it's like February 11th. So it'll be over Valentine's day, I think, um, out of uh, Miami which will be, yeah. Uh, who are we? What is it? What like, is it? Like, what is this life? That's, <laughs> that is amazing. and so exciting and so special that y'all had that time to like actually visit and, and get to know people. Um, you said, you mentioned, um, you mentioned something I want to ask you about. You mentioned LGBTQ community. And I wanted to ask you a, a question that's kind of interesting. Cause it kind of links back to, um, my mom. So not anyway, let me explain. So I've told you before that my mom, uh, when I saw her, not however long ago it was, she had said, um, do you follow this guy? Um, Brian, <laughs> you know, and she's like describing you, but without me seeing, she's just talking. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I already follow him. And we've said hello to each other and stuff. And I, I'm going to ask him to be on my show, you know, and she was just so into you and everything that you're doing. And she's, you know, well, she's my mom. So she's, she's what she's 70 ish. And she's not, she's not from a time, the same time that we are, didn't grow up the way that we, and then now even younger people than us and so on and so forth. Right. And so it's cool that like someone like her is able to connect with you. And I'm wondering about that, especially though with LGBTQ community and like representation or even just connection and all that, like, how has that felt? Are you feeling, are you feeling like generally like good about it? Are you feeling like you're getting a good response from people? How is that going specifically with that community? It's, uh, that's a really great question. Um, so I have people that follow me from like all walks of life. Yeah. And I think, um, I think everybody should just be who they are in general, but I'm like, I'm just, I'm a regular guy and I share life. I share you know, the love I have for my fiance and I like to dance and stuff. And there are, the interesting thing is I'm so honest and I share everything, but there's still people who actually don't realize that I'm gay and Devin and I are actually engaged. Um, The interesting thing about social media is people see what they only want to see and then they don't see anything else and they think they know it all. (laughs) So I have had, I have had many, many straight women who have all of a sudden realized, and I've gotten very interesting messages from them. Um, Some of them completely inappropriate. Some of them extraordinarily angry. (laughs) Um, uh, And I'm like, I- How dare you? You're supposed to marry me, Brian. (laughs) I, I actually have had people say, I started following you and I thought that you and I might be able to start dating. And then I realized- 
Devin wasn't your son. And I'm like, I call him, hey, babe. Like, what? Like, it's where, huh? Like, a little confused. So, um, so I think <laughs> oh <laughs> so my that God. aspect of it where people kind of get shocked. But I have had a lot of people that are in older generations that follow and then they say, you know, like, hey, you know, I didn't, I don't know anybody in my life in, you know, who happened to be gay or LGBTQ and here you are and I'm getting to see you guys and I'm getting to see your life and what your day is like. And really you're just normal people and you just want, you want happiness and it's beautiful. And so to have people who are older or have never been exposed to the community reach out and say that, if that means that they're going to bump into a younger, a younger person who happens to be LGBTQ and it registers with them and they give them a smile where that kid might live in a town and otherwise feel like they're being, they may be attacked, then like, I'm going to post forever. I'll post forever. If I think that's going to happen. Um, in terms of like the community itself, I have a lot of people in the community that follow me. I've gotten some, it's actually, it's kind of cool. Like I get a little starstruck sometimes. I've had some, um, um, some of the, um, the drag queens that are on RuPaul's drag race have, have liked my stuff or said, we really love what you're doing. Um, and so that's validation in and of itself when you're seeing, you know, somebody who I put up on, you know, I'm like, you're on RuPaul's drag race. Like (laughs) you, like you go out and you do this in such a different way. And it's so amazing. And for, to have, to have a community go, I see you and I appreciate you. And we're totally different, you know, sure. in, but in the same group is it's more validating for me too to just feel like I'm, I'm making a space that ev- I want everybody. I don't care who you like. Like, I just want everybody to come and feel comfortable where, where we're at regardless. And as long as it's a positive space like all are welcome. So it's been a really, I get bits and pieces of it. And it's the funniest thing is, is how shocked people are because they don't, so many people don't know. And yeah. I am like, but it's out. How do you not know that? But that teaches <laughs> me that social media people will literally create a sure. world around you, um, which is something else that we're starting, we're learning to navigate. <laughs> right. That's a whole other yeah deal. Well, no, that's exactly, that's exactly what I was wondering about in the direction. Cause and my mom was just a good example because she's of a totally different generation than you and I are. And you're, so you've got so many people following you. I, I assumed that you probably did have a wide variety of all kinds of people, all walks of life from all over the place following you. Um, and so, cause, cause like, to me for my mom to be like, I follow this guy. And I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, of course I follow Cause I'd already followed you for a while. And, um, for, for she and I to have that in common, I was like, that doesn't, ha- it just doesn't happen that often. We're not that mother daughter duo that like ha- likes all the same things. And so it was really cool to, to have that and go, yes, I do know who you're talking about. And I do follow him and he's amazing. And she and I are so different is my point from each other. But, um, but I think that's cool. I think it's cool. And I love how you're like, all are welcome. You just come on. And the point you made about if it was somebody that then, then they met somebody in LGBT, LGBTQ community, um, maybe like of a younger, younger person, like you said, and giving them that smile and giving them that 
support or whatever in the situation is really special. I love yeah. it. So fantastic. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Okay. We only we have a few more minutes. Okay. I want to know, and this is for my social media marketing nerd out people in the audience, which there's plenty of you out there. Hey, um, <laughs> talk to me about like the business side of things. Cause you've got your oil business. Um, you're probably working on other business ventures or thinking about them. How is that side of it to you? Like, how are you incorporating, for example, the oils, let's just go with that. They're in your videos and I being a social media person, I see all the details. Are you making it available? Like it, can people just figure it out and go, Oh, it looks like I can get oils from him. And then it helps your business grow. Like, how has that kind of been working for you? Um, so, uh, it is funny. People notice, people notice every little thing and <laughs> I'll get messages all the time. They'll be like, Hey, the, the button on your shirt's falling off. I'm like, I think you're paying too much attention, <laughs> but also, okay. I'll go to the gym a little longer today. It's fine. Um, <laughs> people notice everything as far as a, so I've been doing, so obviously oils, young living, I actually needed a second job when Clayton passed away. It took me a month for me to get out of the fog and realize that I had to pay for everything myself all of a sudden. Like you just, your brain goes to mush when that sort of stuff happens. And I, my sister had started using them and she was like, look, you like them. I like them. Let's grow a business together. You can do it from home. So if you want to stay at home and cry one night, you don't have to talk to people. You don't have to go be, you know, a bartender or, and you know, you don't have to go to another job to make money. And I was, you know, I was a supervisor of animal training. I had been working with animals for 18, 19 years. Like, I don't want a second job but I needed to do something. So I started, which my science background, just, it totally makes sense. All of it makes sense. And I nerd out about distillation and constituents and all that. Everyone's <laughs> like, you just dance with coffee. I'm like, no, I have a degree, but anyway. Um, I'm very smart. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I have my moments. Um, but I, so I, um, that was something I had been growing and, you know, I, you know, I'd jump on Facebook and talk about it, or I talk to my friends about it and people would sign up and start using them. Some people wanted to keep ordering some didn't, it didn't really matter to me. I just wanted people to know that it was out there. So when all of this stuff started happening, I never changed who I was. I never changed anything. And I think something that people really need to learn is that the world of social media, it's everything now is nothing but like, oh, look, I have this dress shop here. Or like, look, I have this big hat shop here or look at this. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person. That's not what I'm doing. Um, and so I think because oils are just part of my life. And like I said, don't niche down. I'm me, all of me. And if you like my dancing, great. If oils are your thing, great. If you don't like the Hey Babe jokes, don't watch them. But if you still like the dancing, I'm still here for it. Like, we all have friends and family in our lives that we like bits and pieces of, right. but we respect them as a whole person. Right. And, you know, it may not be your favorite thing that they do or, okay, I may not like country line dancing, but my cousin does. It doesn't mean I don't like my cousin anymore. Okay. Right. Like, so uh, that's the mindset I came from. And because I don't want to be salesy, I want to be sharesy. I want to share everything in my life, because if something resonates with somebody and that's something that should be part of their life, then 
I want to be there for it. And so I just approached oils the way that I do everything else. I jump on my lives. I, I welcome everyone into my house. Hey, everybody, you're my friends. Let's hang out. What's going on. This is what's going on this week. This is what we're, you know, what we're going to be talking about, or, Hey, I have a news thing or a podcast is coming out. Um, I've got, you know, anybody have questions about oils? Let me know if, you know, if you want to join sure. If you don't, we're still friends. Like it's, the business side of things is not going to take over the impact of the social side of things. Yeah. It's just a part of me. And I've had some people who are like, who have messaged me and they're like, don't sell anything. I can't stand you. And I'm like, but this is my full-time job. Like, this is what I do. Like, this is what right. I do. It's like and already a thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's already been a thing long before you even knew I existed. I'm still going to do it. Am I going to put it down everyone's throat all the time? Of course not. Um, But I'm not, I'm not going to not talk about it because then that means I'm not being myself. And then that means I'm adjusting. And then that means things are not going to come out the way that they need to for me first and for social media second. Um, Because when you show up hundred percent as yourself all the time without any, um, without any excuses, uh, then you're going to be your authentic self. I will, people, people have jumped into my lives all the time and they're like, I hate oils and a pyramid scheme. And my response is obviously you're not educated on this, right? Those are illegal, but let's move on because I was actually talking about like, you know, my cat who is like screaming on my shoulders. Like, why are we right. talking like it's just those are the people that are looking for a problem and looking for negativity and I don't have any time for that so that's the the business has grown the oils business has done very very well um with social media especially um sharing my life and people see it and like I said if people want to join that's great if people don't that's great but I've I now have people who I'm friends with that joined with oils people who are growing a business and I see, I see how their decision to say yes to something has improved their life. Yeah. Um, and that, that it's just yet another way that social media is, it's helping me help other people, however they need it. I show up and I try to do my best. And nice. so the business side of things now, especially with Facebook, because it's so much easier to share, yeah. um, and you know, the, my, Hey, my link's there. If you want it, if you don't, you don't like what, what other questions do you have? Like Jenny right. from the block in, in, <laughs> in Texas, like what's going on? Like, you just, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's how I incorporate my business because it's just part of my life. Same with my book. Like people ask, where can I find it? And I may not have the link. I'm like, it's on Amazon, the widowed dancer, just go look it up, you know, cool. Let me know what you think. And then that's right. it. We move on to another topic because it's, you know, I might be talking about whatever Devin's making for dinner that night. And it's just, right. it's having friends on my lives. Um, that's how I think of it. That's how I think of my community of followers is, is just invite them in and let's spend some time together. Cause I think that's what really people just want is to connect. Yeah. You're so right. And I love the perspective that you have on it because I, I, I help, like I help a lot of, um, small business owners with their social media and they'll, they'll ask those kinds. That's why I asked you about this specifically thinking about them. Um, because 
they do have things to sell. They do have businesses and they do want social media to help them with that effort, which it should, that's great. But I love that you have that approach to it of, you know, no desperation let's, you know, calm down. (laughs) And then also recognizing that if you focus, this is what I, what I got out of what you just said, like you're focusing on the impact that you can make overall, the positive impact that you can make doing what you're doing. And that's just one part of it rather than obsessing and freaking out over it. And, you know, like I said, desperation. So I think that's cool. That's really cool. Again, focus on the mission, focus on the message, and then everything will kind of fall into place, but it's hard, right? Like people can be impatient. Like I want to sell my things this week. (laughs) I need to sell 20 of them. And it can feel like this, like stressful thing for people on social media, but, um, hopefully they listen to your advice. Cause that's, that's really good advice. And probably feels good for you, right? Like you're not all stressed all the time of like, Oh yeah. Freaking out over selling your thing. Um, complete shift in my mind. Like when I, when everything started to happen, because you do, when you're, I mean, first of all, I'm a little tired of the social media shaming that people are growing businesses. I don't think that's really fair. I don't, because so many of us, I mean, during the pandemic, we're stuck inside. Those people were still trying to work and make money and do something. And if you don't like a product, you don't have to get it. Like, so leave that person alone. They're out there trying their best. Like, why would you punish that? Like, and that's the thing that like, I think we just have to put a stop to it now. Like, do I want to see a million and a half posts about click here by this? No, but also I understand that those people are just trying to make it. Like, and we don't know their struggle on the other side. We don't know. Do they have lots of debt? Are they trying to do something for their kids? Are they their family? Like, is there, like, I had to start doing this because I lost somebody. Like, why in the world would you crap on me trying when so many people would just lay in bed all day and give up? And so I think that's a conversation that we need to start having uh, more is that we need to just support each other wherever we're at. And if that's not something that you want to buy, don't buy it. But on the other hand, the desperation can make it worse for people. Yeah, it makes it feel bad. Yeah. It's yeah. Stressful. It's stressful. So I love that you have that kind of method and that flow and that kind of more relaxed feeling of like, hey, if it's for you, cool. If it's not cool, like, and not let that um, control kind of, your actions or your plan or your anything, right? Like it's, it's a mindset thing. I feel like so, I mean, so much is if you can make little mindset shifts and get yourself into a spot that feels good for you, then, you know, things go better. I I love that. You might, I mean, you might really love an Italian restaurant and right across the street's a wonderful Chinese restaurant. Is the restaurant owner across the street going to be mad to see you walking into the Italian restaurant? <laughs> no. What they're going to do is they're going to have their doors open for whoever wants to come in and whoever comes in, they're going to greet them graciously and appreciate that they're there. It's the exact same thing. You can't get mad if somebody doesn't want to jump on the train with you. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a big, it's not a big deal. Like everything right. happens for a reason. I have to, I have to believe that because that helps me every single day. Right. So if somebody says no to my book or no to oils, it's not a no forever. They might change their mind. Cool. Um, however, that just means those no's means I'm closer to the yeses 
That's yeah. it. I'm just, I'm closer to the yeses. Right. And uh, you know, that might mean that I'm not answering, like say that person doesn't, doesn't want oils and they've been messaging me. And so now I'm like, okay, it's cool. It's not for you. Yeah. I have that time that I could be pouring into something else, which might be another dance video, which might actually help somebody feel better about the day. So when somebody tells me no, I know that it's a blessing for some some version of some kind of a good later. Not necessarily a yes to my business, but it might be like something you and I haven't talked about. And I think that this is really impactful for people to hear. And I'm very sensitive about this subject. Um, I have had messages from people who have said that they didn't know if they were going to be willing to make it another day. I am not a therapist. I never claim to be. I only put out what I do to show everybody that there's possibilities. You have to grab and you have to go for it. But when you put out stuff in social media land and at the end of the day, you could get a whole bunch of people who are just negative and you get one person who said, hey, you did a song to that dance. You didn't realize it was my birthday. I'm by myself. And I didn't know if I was going to make it through my birthday. And I decided to not make a decision that I couldn't undo. Thank you. What do you like? It's it, I'm upset because it's 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 a near and dear thing to my heart because I had to lose somebody in high school. And to know that I can, to know that I can share myself in all of those different ways, when somebody is negative or somebody says no to something, it means that it's giving me more time to help somebody else that may really need it. And I don't even, I don't even realize that. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's huge. And what an amazing perspective on that. And I mean, how does that how does that feel? I don't even know if it, it might be hard to articulate. How does that feel when you hear that that good that good news from someone saying saying something like that to you? What does that do to you? As I mean, as an individual, it's you should always be able to validate yourself. But when you hear that you've made an impact that has changed somebody's mindset to keep trying there is no, like, what else, what else is greater? Like, what else is greater than to know that, you know, I I don't even know how to express it. And again, I have to be really careful because that's a very heavy thing and I can't take the weight of the world on. I have to be very mindful with messages and how far things go. I'm not a therapist. Um, And, but to have somebody message you that really, really affirms that you're adding value to the world in a way that I never, ever, ever thought. I mean, I started dancing just to get myself out of a dark place and to know that that is, that joy is contagious Like we think so like sadness and anger and social media can be such a difficult place. And it's so easy to jump on to the mean train and all of that. Like joy is contagious. 
So if I can generate that myself and teach other people that they are not even teach, remind, it's something we all knew as children, but we all forgot. We all forgot how much we love to color. We all forgot how much we love to dance. We all forgot that naps are sometimes wonderful things and there's no reason to feel guilty. Like we just, the simple joys of life, we all forgot. And I am so grateful that I was reminded that I have the ability to, to generate it and that it's contagious. And then you can push that out. And it's to sit here and talk to you and say these things out loud. I never would have ever thought five years ago that I could be in this place right now. It's an unbelievable feeling. I'm so happy for you. And I'm so happy for everybody that you've impacted. And just the whole thing is like, I, I get, I'm a mushy sentimental, like that's, you know, so I, I feel all of it really deeply. And, um, and it's just, it's so cool also because all the other cool things, but in addition, I feel like you'll end up in, well, you already have encouraged other people to have a similar approach to social media. And, you know, somebody that maybe, maybe also wanted to dance in their kitchen or whatever, or tell their corny jokes. <laughs> um, and maybe they were holding back, you know, and to think that then that's like this chain reaction, like you said, Joy's contagious. So what if they start going and creating content and then somebody else and somebody else, somebody else, and, you know, um, it's beautiful. It's, I'm so, it makes me so happy. I'm so happy that you came on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. Um, before I let you go please remind everybody how to follow you. And of course we will put all of it in the show notes as well. Um, so Facebook's the big one <laughs> that is big. Uh, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it's sea lion, Brian. Um, so it's S E A L I O N B R Y A N. I have two pages. One is my personal page. Um, that's it's public. So that's the big one. Um, and then I have my business page and that lets me, it just lets me do things. Um, Right. Behind the scenes. Yeah, behind yeah. the scenes and make things a little bit easier with editing and stuff like that. So really it's my personal one that people want to follow on Instagram and on TikTok. It's at Sea Lion Brian. <laughs> um, and then, you know, if people, if people are looking for my book, it's on Amazon, The Widowed Dancer, Growing Through Grief with Gratitude. Um, you can get it on Kindle, paperback or hardcover. It's um, print to order. So it's really, really easy. And I've, there's been lots of people who have gone through loss of a different kind, but still resonate with it because I really talk about loss and grief in an open forum. Um, I think it's really important for people to not compare themselves to others and we can't out, out grief each other. I've seen that a lot. Like my grief's worse than yours. I'm like, I don't think that you can say that. So um, that's how I approach. It's all my blogs. So I put them all together and, um, you know, some people resonate with certain parts. Some people resonate with others. And if it's, if it helps one more person, then I went through it for a reason. Right. So yeah, right. those are the best places to find me. <laughs> Okay, great. Everybody, you have to go, go follow Brian with a Y. Um, you will not be sorry. Trust me on this one. Um, thank you so much for being on the show, Brian. I loved it. I'm so, I'm so glad that I know you now and, um, that you spent some time with us. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. I appreciate what you do. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and LinkedIn. And subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel to watch the video version of each episode. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.